Welcome to Revive Nations, touching nations one life at a time. This victorious Christian life is often filled with spiritual attacks, temptations, disappointments and other challenges. This life is much better traveled together. His word is a fire shut up in our bones. Join us on Oasis podcast of Revive Nations. Be revived, renewed and restored through the Holy Spirit. As we believe God to quench our thirst and turn our deserts to pools of water. Access more resources and partner with us on our website revivenations.org. Greetings to all our partners and friends of Revive Nations. Welcome to Oasis podcast. I know it's been um, take it's been some time since our last podcast, but believe me, we're still trying to figure out uh, the technicalities of the podcast and um, adding to it is the process of editing which um, we are still not uh, very familiar with. So I hope you be patient with us and um, I try to keep updating as much as possible. Um, this week um, has been, um, we had our own challenges, um, our own trials, um, but God has been faithful. God has been good to us. Um, the Lord has been strengthening us. And um, so I request you to keep us in your prayers. Um, I hope that um, that this podcast um, is, is a special one. For some time I've been uh, feeling inspired to study um, about honoring parents. Many times I've heard uh, young people say that they feel that their parents have been uh, unfair. What do you do? How do you respond? What do you do if the parents ask you to do something outside God? Um, see, these questions, so I, got, I had this beautiful opportunity to share this word um, on the Life Station group, uh, the youth church that I'm pastoring in Montreal, Canada. So I want to take this time to um, let all our viewers um, listen to that, both parents and the young ones, so that um, you can can probably um, share this word with your friends and, and the young ones around you. And I pray that this will be a blessing. If you haven't subscribed already, take a minute to subscribe on the sidebar of revivenations.org slash OSS. And uh, as soon as a new post is up, uh, we should be notifying you. Thank you, guys. God bless. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. There's two things that I, I, we're going to study a little more deeper in that verse. It first starts off by saying, obey your parents. And then it goes on to say, honor your father and mother. There's a, 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 a very tiny difference between uh, obeying and honoring. Uh, without confusing you too much, let me try to take you through that. So that means there are some times... When you do not obey, and you can still honor them. You do not necessarily say, do what they ask you to do, but yet you can honor them. Okay, So we're going to go to that. The, the only condition when you do that in the scripture is when they ask you to walk against God. Okay, If you look at that line, it says, children, obey your parents in the Lord. 
in the Lord. That means anytime your parents tell you something outside the Lord, outside the word of God, that's the only time you're allowed to disobey them. Okay? And if you look at our lives, many, many, many times, many times, we have disobeyed our parents. And what we don't realize is that in doing that, we have disobeyed the word of God. We have hurt the heart of God. And, and it, there's, there's many reasons that it, the scripture talks about. The first blessing that we saw in Exodus 20.12 is that you might have long life. Long life. In other words, when you do not obey your parents, the opposite of long life is what? Is short life. Because God trusted them to take care of you. Like God didn't give you to anybody else in the world. Of the millions of people around us. God said, you will be born in this house. That means they are God's stewards. They are taking care of you for God. That is not just their biological responsibility. It is not just their natural responsibility. What they are doing is, is they are responsible to God. They're doing it because God trusted you with them. That means every time you honor your parents, you're indirectly honoring God. That also means every time you're dishonoring your parents, what are you doing? You are dishonoring God. You know why it's important that we study that? Let's go to the book of Romans, chapter 1. And verse 30. It's more than just Sunday school knowledge. There is a reason why we need to study that today. Furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved, depraved mind so that they do what ought not be done. They have, they have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanders, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. When God forsakes somebody, when God gave them up to their depravity, when God gave them up to their, their, their flesh, to their carnal nature, there are a lot of things that happen. You, 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 you read about what, what those characteristics are. Some of them are unrighteousness, evil, being envy, murder, slanders, haters of God. And saying all this and then, then inventors of evil, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. And then in that same category, in that same line, it says disobedient to parents. Let's go to one more verse. 2 Timothy, please. Chapter 3, verse 2. This is talking about the last days. Okay, This is talking about the end time, which we are a part of. Verse 1 onwards. But understand this, that in the last days, there will come times of difficulty, for people will be lovers of self, Lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, 
unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving God, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Wow. Did you hear that? Now, it starts off by saying last days, in the last days. That means the more we are in the end time, the more it is closer for, for the, the return of Jesus, the more we are closer to the, to the revelation days, the more you will see people becoming lovers of themselves. You will see more people loving money more than before. You will see that, that the proud, arrogant, abusive people will increase at the, the closer we go into the end time. And in the same line, it says, disobedience to parents will increase as we get closer to the end times. That means there is a spirit of darkness that will be released over our cultures, our generations, our communities, that people, our young people will be more arrogant, more abusive, more disobedient, more dishonoring to their parents than how it was a few generations before. I don't know how many of you already see it. You can just, just look back and look at your parents. Have you seen how your parents talk to their parents? Have you, can you even imagine you talking to your parents like the way your parents talk to their parents? Do you see a huge gap? I, I tell you, when I, when I saw my dad speak to his mom, I was surprised. Because I, I would speak to my dad in a much, much free manner, much loose manner, without fear and trembling. But when I see my dad talking to his mom, I saw there was a huge difference. Now, in our generation, we have become closer to our parents we, we are more friendly with our parents, which is good. But at the same time, we have also lacked respect. We have also lost honor. So the good part of our generation is our parents, we have a closer relationship. And I can, I can only imagine um, there is a, a, a small disconnect that I have with my parents because... I still won't play around with my parents. I, I, will, I will not. I, I don't remember when was the last time I climbed my dad's shoulder. Even in my childhood. You know what I mean? You're too silent tonight. You would be a, a, I'm sure you would be a, a, a greater friend to your children. But at the same time, not at the expense of forgetting to honor them. At the same time, we have to be conscious not to forget that God not only wants us to obey our parents, He wants us to honor our parents. Now, I want to get into a, a little of what that means. Because when it comes to honor your parents, the first thing that we think is, that says sleep at 10, we go to sleep at 10. You know, there's more to that, you know. Okay. The first thing that comes to my heart about what is honor is definitely obedience. Obedience, of course, is only a part of it. Even though honor is not limited to obedience, 
But that is the first part. That is the first thing. To obey even when we don't like it. Okay. And I prayed and I, I asked God. I said, God, it's going to be very difficult for me to say it because there, I know some of us struggle with overtly strict parents. I know some of us feel that our parents don't understand. Some of us do feel like our parents are not fair. But let's just see how God sees it. Like I said, you must understand, God trusted us with our parents, even when he knew their weakness. They're not perfect. And many, many of our parents were not the best father they could be. Many of our parents were not the best mother they could be. Yet, do not forget that God trusted you with them. Right? So, if you're going to be selective about what you obey, then it's not obedience at all. God says, obey your parents. And that does not mean that only when you like it. So, if you really want to honor your parents, is to say, God, give me a way. Give me the grace to obey my parents. Now, this is where humility comes in. This is where you There are some things that you really, really want to do. But sometimes all you just want is to your, your mom to just say yes. So because we don't get that yes, we throw tantrums, we walk away, we do things to manipulate them to agree with us. But in humility, there's much more than we can get with the blessing of God. Because you, you must understand, when we throw tantrums, when we do things, to get that yes that we really want, we are also losing God's favor. Yet the, the better way to do is to sit down with them and say, I really, really want to do. Give them a reason of why that, that I, I, I'm, not, I'm trying to understand why you don't want me to do this. But I really want to do this. I want to honor you. Can you help me understand this? I think our young people, sometimes we are, our fuse is, is, is very limited. You know what that means? We blow up. We lose it. We get angry. We get upset. And we lose the favor of God. So this evening, I want you to ask God, give me the grace to obey my parents even when I don't like it. Give me the grace. Second, what is honor? Honor is to respect them. It's to just respect who they are. I have seen many children. I've seen many, many parents. Uh, that's what I do. I travel to different, different cities, different nations. I have seen in our time, our children. I have seen many children who are smarter than the parents. And I have also seen some of those children belittling their parents without respect. Like, what do you know? Oh, you, <laughs> you come from that village. What would you understand? You come from that era. Your thinking is, oh, the moment you say that, you must understand that, that you're disrespecting the people that God has placed over your life. So I want you to think over, have you disrespected your parents? Third, how do you honor them? 
with your actions. With your actions. When was the last time you blessed their hearts? When was the last time you said something kind? I want you to just answer to yourself right now. When was the last time you told your mom, Mom, you're a great mom. When was the last time? This week, anybody who said it this week? One, two, three, four. Wow, four blessed people in this crowd. I want you to take initiative this week. Father, give me the grace to bless the heart of my parents. You must understand, they need your encouragement. I'm telling you. I, you, I cannot explain to you how much, how much um, my daughter, Catherine, encourages me to be a better father just by her expression of love towards me. She's just 21 months old. But the way she loves me, oh, encourages me to be a better dad. And I just hope that when she turns 16, she won't stop. <laughs> because now, I, by the time I, I insert the key into my door to come into my house, she hears the sound and she comes charging to the front. I'm telling you, no matter what she does, she stops everything. She comes running, shouting, Daddy, 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 Daddy. And I come into the door. She gives me a hug. She gives me a kiss. I am so blessed to be her dad. And now imagine, fast forward 10 years, 15 years, you, you, as parents, you work hard for them. As parents, you, you love your children. As parents, you, you know, some, you must understand, they live for you. And then you walk into the house and say, where's the food? As if your mother is your servant. You know, when was the last time you went to your mom and said, mom, let me wash the utensils. You go watch the TV. Or you go pray and read the Bible. <laughs> when was the last time? And he said, Mom, can I help you wash utensils, please? I want you to sit down and talk to me. Let me wash the utensils. Bless their heart. Before you complain that they are terrible parents, you must consider how great you have been to them. Not just receive. Ask God, let my actions bless them. When was the last time you left a note for your dad? Say, Dad, you're the greatest dad in this world. I want you to make a change today. What is on the next point is your attitude. Now, this is a tricky one because sometimes you can... You can act like you're doing everything because you don't want to get the time out. You don't want to be grounded. But your heart is distant from them. Your attitude is completely against what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah I go to church. But your heart is like... <laughs> it's, it seems, I, I, I can tell it. I can feel it in the air. I, that was a bullseye. <laughs> Because it's not just words and actions that God sees. God sees your heart. How do you please God? Because when you honor your parents, you honor your God. Yeah. Proverbs chapter 13, 
verse 1, please. A wise son hears his father's instruction, but a scoffer do not listen to rebuke. You see, that's the attitude I'm talking about. It's not just obedience, not just doing something. One of the, the, the exploding points that we have is when rebuke comes, when correction comes. Because we are so used to diplomacy in our culture, we're so used to democracy in our culture, that when somebody rebukes us, we just cannot handle it. I know of people that have left churches because somebody corrected them. Where does it start? It starts in a house. We, we have a problem with the fact that our parents have so much authority. We fight that authority. So then now you step out and, and, and your, your, your teachers in the classroom, the moment they try to show any any rebuke or correction or authority, you fight that because you've been fighting that in your house and then you come to church, you don't like anybody correcting you in the church because you, you don't like anybody correcting you in your house. It all starts at home. The scripture says a wise man, a wise son, loves the instruction. But a scoffer, a fool, hates rebuke. So next time when you hate your parents correcting you, it shows that there is, there is a part of you that is rebelling. Next time your parent, your mother corrects you and you want to explode, tell yourself, I'm not a rebellious child. I want to honor God even in this. Now, like, please, I, I understand you. I know sometimes... <laughs> Some parents can you upset. They, they go on and on and on. But when was the last time you've tried to communicate with your mom and said, Mom, I heard you. You've been saying that for the last 49 minutes. You said the same thing. I hear you. I, at the moment, can you trust me? Or instead of exploding with your dad, have you tried saying that if you keep Accusing me like this, I feel hurt. Have you tried communicating to him saying, Dad, I feel, I feel upset. I don't want to get angry with you. I don't want to dishonor you. Dad, this is how I feel. Instead, we slam the door, we walk away, and in the process, we lose the favor of God. I want you to look into your heart. Say, God, I will be different in my generation. I will be different in my generation. In my generation, I will please God. See, the, 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 the verse 3 of Ephesians chapter 6, it says, so that it may be well with you. There is a blessing that comes from a happy parent. I'm going to say that again. Don't go to sleep now. It's a blessing that comes from a happy parent. When you touch the heart of your parents, when you please them, there is a blessing that comes from them. Whether they are believers or non-believers, it doesn't matter. If they are your parents, when their heart is happy, when their heart, when you bless their heart, it is going to be a blessing that will manifest in your school, 
it will be a blessing that will manifest in your classroom. It will be a blessing that will show everywhere. You get me? And then the next line, that you may live long on the earth. The reputation of exactly what was said in the Old Testament is a reputation, is a confirmation. He's saying long life and honoring your parents are connected. I don't want to, it's just one life. I don't want my life to be cut short. I don't want to struggle in my life. There's, there's already a lot of spiritual attacks. There's, a, there's, there's a, all kinds of issues in life. There's all kinds of challenges in life. You don't want to add to that problem by dishonoring your parents and losing that great blessing that you can receive from God. I hope you have received this word this evening. I'm going to conclude with this one. One and a half a thought. You see, David was not treated right by his parents. No, I wasn't. You see, all the oldest ones, all the well-built ones, all the good-looking ones, all the tall ones, they said, hey, you join, you, <laughs> you join the army. And it was, a, it was a great thing to be in the army in, in those days. But this kid, the youngest one, they said, hey, you go take care of the sheep. They gave him a job that was not a government job. The good jobs went to the older brothers. In fact, when Samuel came to anoint one of their sons, all the brothers were invited, but they forgot David. Hey, can you imagine that? Can you imagine that there is, there is, there is a special guest coming to your house, everybody's around. Imagine your, your prime minister coming to your house and there's a great party, there's, there's great food, everything happening. All your siblings are there except you. Why? Because somebody forgot about you. That would be really, really painful. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, the Bible says, but the eyes of God fell upon David. When man forgot him, when man was not favorable to him, when man was unfair, the Lord showed mercy. The eyes of God fell upon him. Sometimes, even when you feel that in your own house, there has been favoritism. In your own house, they have not been fair with you. Do not be disheartened. Because the favor of God, the eyes of God, will fall. It's beautiful how the rejection of man will open to the acceptance of God. You see that throughout the Bible. Every time man rejects you, you got to do a little dance. Every time somebody hates on you, you got to celebrate because God is setting you up to honor. And sometimes if you feel that in your house you have not been fairly treated, don't let that make you react like them. You get me? 
then there's no difference. You say that your mother treats you unfair and you scream at your mom, so there's no difference. Are you following what I'm saying? Even when you feel like she's unfair to you, you keep on honoring her. And say, God, they are asking me to do things of being unfair to me. I feel hurt. I feel quenched. But give me the grace to honor them. Give me the grace so that I do not lose it. Give me the grace to love them. Because they are my parents that you trusted my life with. And in doing that, in doing that, the favor of God will come upon you. That's the first. The other half is if you look at the life of Jesus, he was the son of God. Yet, he was so obedient to his earthly parents. And in the Bible, you'll see throughout the scriptures how honoring your parents is compared to honoring God. And you will not be able to honor God if you cannot learn to honor your parents. I know it's a struggle, but it's a fact. If you cannot honor the authority in your house, you will not learn to honor the authority in, in, in public. If you do not learn to honor your, your, your family, you will not learn to honor God. That's so clear. Because the only way you learn to honor God is when you can learn to honor the parents he gave you. Can I say that again? The only way you can honor God is when you learn to honor the parents he put in charge over you. I feel the Holy Spirit leading me to say, God molds our character. He molds our patience. He, he molds our love. Sometimes right inside the house. And if you walk out of the house in anger, that's exactly how you're going to treat your wife. Sometimes we don't deal with these things in a house and we just think that we'll be different with our husbands. Are you following what I'm saying? If you don't learn to deal with your family in love, believe me, you're going to behave the same with your spouse. And the more irritated you're with your, easily irritated with your mother, believe me, sooner or later, you will be easily irritated with your spouse. So it's, it's more than just saying, okay, I got to follow 10 commandments. Okay, number one, tick mark, I'm going to obey. No, it's, it's, it, there's so much deep truth in it. God is molding your character even when your mother is not fair, even when your father is too harsh and all the time, even when you are, your, your head is screaming that not fair, at the same time, God in his sovereign will, when he trusted you with those parents is also molding your heart and character to be pleasing. But the question is, are you going to fight it or are you going to say, I'm going to honor God in this situation? And how am I going to honor God? The same God who looked at David and said, yes, your dad has not been fair to you. Your dad has forgotten you. 
But even though your own father has forgotten you, my eyes is going to locate you. And all those people who had the favor of the father was missed by God. But the guy who was forgotten by his own dad, God remembered him. So I want to encourage you this evening. God is shaping your character in your house. It starts in your house. I, I, feel, I feel I should stress on this. Don't do it grudgingly. Then there's no reward. Okay, the Bible says obey my parents. I'm going to do this. Oh, I don't want to do this. The whole time that you're doing, <laughs> you're cribbing, crying, you're screaming in your head. You've lost the blessing of God. Now that you have to do it, you might as well as crack a joke, sing a song, whistle a tune, do it with all your heart. Because then there will be a reward. Respecting with your heart and respecting them with your words. Words of respect. Don't, don't say stuff like, you, what do you know? Don't say stuff like, who do you think you are? Don't say stuff that would hurt them. I don't know what, what words we, we use often, but words that are disrespectful. Maybe they're asking you to do something they have not done themselves. But don't use that opportunity to stab them. Are you following what I'm saying? Like, as if you do it. <laughs> but you do it, mama. Why should I do it? That's not honor. Say, God, give me the grace to say it respectfully. Even when you disagree, do it with honor. Do it with love. Disagree with love. Not, you know... <sighs> We disrespect our parents because we do not fear about losing them. I'll say that again. We disrespect our parents because we take them for granted. But when you want to cling on to somebody, your cute boyfriend, Oh man, you should see how much you'll praise him. You'll see how much you'll praise her. You are an angel. You, you're born without wings. Whatever. But then when you take your parents for granted, we don't even leave a word of compliment, a word of love, a word of feeling. You know, I still remember my mom telling me there was a time when life was very, 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 very harsh to her. This is talking about almost 27, 26 years ago. And she was contemplating suicide. My dad was unwell. We were financially struggling. We had moved to another city. She, she fell orphaned. She felt there was nobody. She kept screaming. She kept telling God, God, why? I, what sin have I committed for you to you hand me such a thing. My mom was like about 25 or around that age group and she, she felt all alone in a city. She always, she grew up in a, in a, in a town then she moved to a city. She, there's a lot of challenges and she, she was going through a lot of financial struggles and a lot of limitations and emotionally and physically and all those things and she wanted to commit suicide. And then at, at one point she held me in, in her hands and she said you know what if I commit suicide today 
then this baby will have no in fact she even even attempted a suicide but it didn't it didn't it didn't work she had sleeping pills and all she did was she slept and she woke up the next day and and that's when it occurred to her he said if i die this boy will grow without a mother so i'm going to live for this boy many people don't realize the price your fathers have paid you see him always busy you see him always he's on his own world you feel disconnected with him but you what you don't realize is how much he's worked to put you in that college and the least you can do is to bless their heart because when you bless their heart you bless the heart of god